0: See. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well.
1: Well, um, we can go ahead and start. Um, it's already started recording. So let's go ahead and start. Um, just um, like I said, I know this is your first time, my friend. So just follow my lead, and um, we will get there. Amen. Um, so let's go ahead and do this. So good day to you all. Of course, this is your brother, your boy, um, Brother D with another Generational Changes official podcast. We do things inspirational and spiritual. Uh, of course, you know, as always, I am always thrilled and excited to come before you guys um, and give you with us, say it the Spirit of the Lord. And as you all know, um, we just we're starting off a new series called The Closure. And I was telling you guys um, through, you know, social media that um, if I had to put this, you know, topic in two words, it would be withholding nothing. It's all about an altar call. It's all about surrendering. It's all about, you know... um, Living for Christ, living for Jesus Christ, turning away from wicked deeds, wicked ways, wicked pursuits, and you know, living for Jesus Christ. So, um, as you all know, our theme here we do things here inspirational and spiritual. So I'm very excited, um, for what God is going to do. And you know, of course, you know we have. Um, this is probably going to be one of the um, biggest series that I've done. Um, and of course, you know, we're bringing on new new voices. So I'm really excited about what God is going to say through them. And today, of course, we have a new voice, but um, I'm going to, you know, um, introduce this person in a few minutes but um let's go to our theme scripture um a question of course, you know, the lord had gave me a theme scripture concerning this podcast and this podcast of course is for all generations not just for it's mainly for millennials and you know my generation but it's also for all generations um and um The scripture um, that the Lord gave me, um, the theme scripture, which is, of course, recorded in 1 Peter 2 and 9, the New International Version, it says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Amen and amen. So let's get into the topic I'm going to read the scriptures and the definition. I'm going to pray us in, and then my good brother, whom I will introduce, um, will give him the mic. Um, Y'all please bear with him. This is his first time on here, but I know God is going to say something, you know, mightily through him. Um, Amen. So, um, of course, you guys know the name of the series. It's called The Closure. And um, these are just a few scriptures that I got. Uh, Of course, James 4 and 8, Jeremiah 29 and 13. But um, those two are related to, of course, this scripture that says, I turned to him and said, All I want is you, Jesus. I I surrender all to you. I am withholding nothing. Of course, we have... um, romans 12 and 1 which is one of my one of my favorite scriptures Uh um, this is coming from the um, king james version and verse 12 um i beseech you therefore um brethren by the mercies of god that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice wholly acceptable unto god which is your reasonable service isaiah 43 And um, verse 19, the the new living translation says, for I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Amen. Um, Let me give you guys the definition The spiritual definition and the actual definition of closure. An end or final part of something, especially a period of time or activity or a um, book or movie. And then, of course, um, the spiritual um, definition for closure is fold up um so yeah so those are just basically some scriptures let's pray real quickly and after that I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to introduce my brother which is also one of my best friends and we are going to um go from there so father I thank you lord I give you the glory I give you the praise and I give you the honor for this day for this evening I thank you lord god for handpicking who you choose to use and I just give you the glory I give you the praise, and I thank you for being righteous. I thank you for being holy, for you alone are holy. And Lord, I thank you for what you're going to say through this man of God. In the name of Jesus, Father God. Lord God, I pray even now that even as he, you know, um, comes and speaks, Lord God, and he may pray um, after me, which is fine, um, I pray that you will hide him behind the cross in the name of Jesus. And that he will say only what you want him to say. If you give him a word to release, let him release that word in Jesus' name. So, Lord, I pray that you are glorified from this podcast, Lord God. Even if he's nervous right now, God, I pray, Lord God, and even if he is, that's fine. It's okay to be nervous because you're showing us that we can't do anything without you lord god because even when i come on this podcast i'm always nervous but you remind me daily father that i can't do it without you so lord god i pray lord god that you will become the mouthpiece for him and that you will only say and do what you want to do through him in the name of jesus so father god i give you the glory i give you the praise and i give you the honor and it's in your name jesus i pray amen so um i'm about to introduce him right now um this is one of my, my- best friends um me and him came into each other's life a few, I want to say a few, maybe a year ago or two years ago through Instagram. And we have been close um, ever since. Of course, one of our first conversations was talking about Jesus Christ. And um, yeah, it went from there. Um, you know, I noticed the anointing that was on his life, especially for intercessory prayer is a very powerful anointing and you know I always remind him daily of that day we were in my bedroom and uh, we were praying and boy oh boy was the power of God in that bedroom but unfortunately we had to you know go to a doctor's appointment but you know (laughs) we got there found out that you know they didn't do walk-ins and so we're sitting there like dang we could have stayed in the presence of the Lord. Because the presence of God had moved through that place. But anyways, I'm going to get your way. But further ado, I want you guys to, you know, send an applause. I mean, I wish I could make, I could do the sound, but I can't. But it's okay. Heaven is applauding. So um, I want you guys to put your hands together. Of course, one of my annoying best friends who I love so much. Um, He's a new voice. Um, of course, you know my church. Um, for those of you, y'all know, y'all know I'm very well. Um, put your hands together for Chris Sadler.
0: <laughs> hello, hello, hello to all, all who are near or far. Now, um, I'm gonna let y'all know. Now, I'm kind of nervous because it's actually my first time doing this, so. I'm, I kind of don't know what to do but I'm gonna do what I say at the Lord um so as um my best friend has asked me today he asked me to think about a closure um, withholding nothing and um, one of the scriptures that he did that um, he did give me was James 4 8 and it Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purif- purify your hearts, excuse me, ye double-minded. Now, when I think about draw nigh to God, I think of getting to know him as much as possible. When, you, when he says, when I think of draw nigh to God, I also think of... Doing what he wants you to do, not what you want your flesh or what your heart to do. You know, as we, we as humans have a human mindset, but also when we become Christian, we also believe in a God who has all power. And when we look in the scripture, it says, draw nigh to God, that God truly means to me leave my earthly desires and draw near to what he wants for my life now uh once again draw nigh to god means to leave your earthly desires in my eyes and go to the desires of what god wants and what god wants for you Now, sometimes it may be difficult because we live in a world today where there's so much corruption going on around us. There's so much things going on that we want to do and we know it's wrong, but that has to change when you become a Christian. Now, um, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Once you draw near to God, once you give God your all, once you show him that you truly want him, he will draw close to you. That's what draw nigh to God means to me. And he will also draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Wash those hands. Ask God for forgiveness. For we all have sinned and fell short of the glory of God. No one is perfect. I walk around the world today and I hear a lot of my generation say, Oh, I'm perfect. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. But we all as people need to understand that the only perfect person who walked the world, who walked the earth, who created the earth, was Jesus Christ of Nazareth himself. He is the only perfect one. And... Um, Y'all had to forgive me. I'm kind of nervous. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Once again, ask for forgiveness when you know you've done something wrong. Even if you don't think you've done something wrong, ask for forgiveness because God is always watching. Like I said, um, God sees all and God knows all. He does not miss anything. He does not sleep, nor does he slumber. So if you want to really draw near to God... You need to show him that you truly want him. You need to show him that you truly want to desire what he wants for you and not what you want for yourself. Because what we want for ourselves is not good for us. Not good for us, excuse me. But what God wants for us is better than what we want for ourselves. Because what God wants for us is to, uh, uh, what God wants to do for us is prosper us. What he wants to do for us is to elevate us. What he wants to do is to su- uh, uh, to uh, uh, make us succeed in life. And like I said, our earthly desires, sin makes us do things that are against God. And yes, we do sin. All have sinned. I've walked around the earth as well and I've heard people say I don't sin I don't do this I don't do that and I tell people you're deceiving yourself because we all sin in different ways nobody's perfect but that's why there's a man I know whose name is Jesus who's sitting on the right side right hand side of the father interceding for us like I said we all in this day and time now need to draw nigh to God with everything we got we don't need to to, uh, to uh, be distracted by the earthly realms that are going on around us yes we are in some crazy times right now with COVID with um, the Omicron variant uh, the wars that are taking place um, we're in we're in revelation we're in the book of Revelation now. I believe that that's the most important time to draw closer to God because it gives us an opportunity to lay down everything aside us right now. It gives us the opportunity to lay aside our faults. Our sins. It gives us a opportunity to lay them down at His feet and say, "God, I want You. All I want is You, Jesus. I surrender everything that is going on in my life. I surrender my life, my problems, my situations. Jesus, no matter what goes on, God, I just want You. See, this is what, this is what, um, uh, this is what." Makes people sometimes lose faith. When they lose everything, when they lost their house, when they lost their family, when they lost a car, when they lost their job, when they don't have enough funds to pay their bills, they lose hope. But sometimes we have to really, really, really understand that what the devil meant for evil. God meant for good and that's the most important time to draw near to God and say God no matter what goes on in my life I will trust you now excuse me everyone once again draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you he will draw nigh to you once you draw nigh to him so that means pray pray a lot worship him a lot Read the Word a lot. Don't stop reading the Word. Don't stop praying. Don't stop worshiping Him. Yes, you're going to go through things, but sometimes we need to understand something that when we go through things, God is not going to leave us astray. He's not going to leave us nor forsake us, as His Word says. He will always be there, no matter what, through good, bad. He will never leave you, nor forsake you. You know, I went through, I went through that, um, through that stage of my life. I think, I believe it was last year, and I got into an argument with family members, and I began to, um, well, I ran out my house, and I was in my car, and I was just so angry, and I walked to the park one day, and I said. God, are you with me? God, where are you? Mind you, it was not windy. I'm letting you I'm letting you know now that in that park, it was not windy. It was the summertime. And I said, God, are you with me? God, why am I going through this? God, what did I do? Did I do something? What do I need to do in order to get out of this mess that I'm in? I said, God, did you really leave me? Where are you? Why did you forsake me? And the wind blew and he began to speak to me in the spirit. And I heard him say, Chris, I have never left you. I won't ever leave you because you are my child. You are my son and I'm going to stay with you. So I want to encourage somebody today that even if you are going through something right now, Draw nigh to God, even even, even uh, through your pain, even through your hurt. Draw nigh to him and he will draw nigh to you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Surrender to him. Surrender it all to him. Withholding nothing. Don't hold back how you feel. Don't hold back nothing. Always let God know how you feel. Be respectful now. Let him know how you feel. Let him know what you want to change. What uh, you uh, 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 need him to do. Lord, uh, uh, ask him what do you. What does he want you to do? Withholding nothing in this season. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Don't hold back any hurt. Don't hold back any pain. Let him know how you feel. Withholding nothing. Draw nigh to Him. Because He cares for you. I want everyone to know that... God does care... For you. He's never left you nor forsaked you. Yes, you're going through a difficult situation right now. But through that situation... God is going to draw nigh to you. Sometimes we may tug away. Sometimes... Sometimes we may try to tug away from him. Sometimes, but what I want everyone to know is don't dr- don't try to dr- uh, don't try to run away from God. Run for him. Run towards him. No matter what situation you're going through, draw an eye to him. He will draw nigh to you. Lay down everything at the cross, at his feet. Lay down your sins. Ask for forgiveness, because we're all not perfect. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners. Wash your hands. Ask for forgiveness, God. Wash my hands clean from the sins that I have committed. God, I know I'm not perfect. But God, I will do everything I can to get to you. And that is to worship you in heaven while I'm on earth. Lord, everything is not easy. But God, all I want is you. All I want is your desires. All I want is your heart. I want to think like you think. I want to do what you want me to do and not what I want me to do. I want to draw closer to you so that I can be with you when all is said and done. When the trumpet sounds, Lord God, or when you call me on home, I want to be with you. I want all of my sinful desires to be back in hell to where they belong. Father, cleanse my hands. Cleanse our hands, Father. Father, Cleanse us now, God, from our head, from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. Father, help us to lay down everything. Help us to withhold nothing in this season, Father. Father, I pray, Lord God, that as people, as uh, your people, listen, as they heed. the words that came from you through me i pray lord god that somebody will say what must i do to be saved lord god i pray that no that i pray that someone under the sound of my voice will not be scared to come to you but lord god they will come boldly unto you and express their concerns about their life about the sins they've committed I pray, Lord God, that condemnation will not be in their mindset. I pray now, God, that hurt will not be in their mindset. I pray that, Lord God, they will draw near to you no matter what it takes. No matter if they lose everything, God, no matter if I lose everything, God, all I want is you. All I want is you and all we want is you, Father. For, Lord God, you are good. You're great and you are greatly to be praised for the wonderful things that you are doing, the wonderful things you have done, and the wonderful things that you will continuously do in the near future. Help us to draw nigh to you, God. And once we draw nigh to you, you will draw nigh to us. Cleanse our hands, Father. Cleanse all of our hands, Lord God. Purify our heart. Lord God, whatever's in our hearts, remove any hurt, hatred, unforgiveness, tension, sinful desires. Remove it now, God. That we may do what you want us to do. Until you sound the alarm. When you once the trumpet sounds, excuse me. And we will finally see you crack the sky to come get your children. All of your children. And say it is time to come on home. Father, we love you. Father, we love you. Father, we ask that you, Lord God, will minister to someone today who wants to be saved, who wants to submit to you and only you, and we pray, God, that your children, even those who are worrying right now, Lord God, help us to all surrender our all to you. Help us to cast all of our cares on you because God, you care for us. As the Bible says. And it is so in your name, Jesus, who is the Christ, our soon and coming King. The man who sits on the right side of the right hand side of the Father, who will soon come again. We praise you now. We thank you now. We worship you. We honor you. We praise you today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth name I pray amen
1: amen amen well um since we already had 25 minutes after I'm gonna go straight into asking you a few questions um amen um and we of course thank you for you know you basically taught us basically so that's a good thing I'm glad that you were able to you know minister and, um, you know, speak, um, always call him the, um, the, um, male version of Jekyll and Carr, because he sounded just like, uh, when he was preaching, (laughs) but, um, but he was preaching good, um, so my first question to you is, um, due to this topic, if you can, if you can't, that's understandable, but if you can, and I think, and I believe you can, um, if there's, if there's anyone in the Bible who you could very, that, that you could point out that, you know, shows, you know, this type of behavior when it comes down to, you know, surrendering, to withholding nothing, to, you know, yielding to God. If there's anyone in the Bible, you know, who would you, you know, choose and why would you choose that person?
2: Hmm.
0: Wow. (laughs) There's a lot of people. um, Who. Surrendered to God. In the Bible. Hmm. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Peter. Peter. Is one of my favorite. Males. Who gave his all. To Jesus um you know he gave up his all uh, he gave he gave up everything just to follow Jesus and I admire him because I believe Peter went through things too we all go through stuff we all go through things and you know sometimes we go through uh trials and we tend to want to give up we tend to want to throw in the towel. But what Peter did was he surrendered his all and he wanted to obey God throughout life. He never said, well, God, I'm this, God, I'm that. He never. <sighs> Peter never questioned God. He just gave it up. He gave up all of he. He gave up all that he wanted, and told and uh, told God that he just wants him. And that's what I truly admire about Peter because. Peter had earthly desires, I imagine. Of course he did. But he threw those earthly desires away and he said, God, I want your desires for my life. He gave, he uh, told God that he wanted to be obedient to him. And that's what person I admire. He's one of the men I admire in the Bible. Um, If he was alive today, I would really want to have a conversation with him and say, "How did you do it? Through everything you went through, how did you do it?" And I would, and I would have been very happy to hear his answer. So Peter <laughs> is um, one of the men who um, I admire, who um, I love dearly because of his obedience to God. And um, what he, what God wanted for him, he wanted to give back to God what God really, truly wanted, which was obedience. Well,
1: I think it's kind of funny that he chose Peter, because when I, when I, I do when I'm doing my recording, I'm actually going to be touching on Peter and his surrenderance. I think it's actually kind of funny that you brought Peter up. That's confirmation, right there. <laughs> um, so yeah. And so I want to ask you another question.
0: Um, Excuse me.
1: um, When it comes down to God. And um, because I could ask, you know, how does it look like for you? But in a sense, it it really doesn't matter how it looks to us. How it looks to God. What do you think God, what do you think God, the Father, God, the Son and God, the Holy Spirit is looking for when it comes down to surrenderance and an altar call basically what do you think he's looking for what he's seeking for and you know when you when you think of this take your time and think about it but what do you think he's looking for and searching for um when it comes down to you know coming to the altar and surrendering your all to him and stuff like that
0: God is looking for people true people who truly want him who truly wants Him. Yeah, we have desires, we have earthly desires, but we need to throw them away. God is looking for somebody who can throw away their earthly desires and put Him first.
1: Hello. Chris. Chris. We can't
0: hear you. No matter what. There we go. Can you hear me? Thank you, Jesus. There we go. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. He won... He wants people who will trust him. He wants, he's seeking for people who will, no matter what they go through, they will just lay down all of their problems at his feet and they will go for his heart. He's looking for those who will serve him. Sick and sin. Through good. Through bad. Through trials and tribulations. He's looking for somebody who won't give up on him. And I believe we are in a generation. That have. That we, we have a lot of our generation. Who does want him. God is looking for those who are hungry for him. Thirsty for him thirsty for his word, thirsty to lay down everything, sins, their faults, their tears, their pains. He's looking for those who will just worship him. He's looking for those who will just give him their all. And I believe that's in our generation today. So God is looking for those who will just seek him, who will turn from their wicked ways, He's looking for those who will just come to Him, no matter what. Amen.
1: Amen. Um, did you have any? Um, because I don't have any more questions. So, um, did you? Um, if you would like to encourage anybody concerning this topic, you have the floor to do that, and then. I'm going to ask you to pray us out. <laughs> um, so, um, you know so what? You know <laughs> why I'm doing that. Um, but, um, yeah, if you'd like to encourage anybody, um, do so at this moment. All
0: right. I want to encourage somebody today to keep on... Keep on moving. Keep on pushing towards to God. Keep pushing towards Him. You know, sometimes it's going to get hard. It's going to get rough. It's going to get rough. God didn't promise us an easy life. He promised us that He won't leave us nor forsake us, though. What's this that? So, I want to encourage somebody today to if you are going through aches and pains right now, if you're going through um, a sickness like COVID, or if you're going through a loss in your family, don't give up on God. Keep on going. Keep on pushing towards Him. Keep on going after His heart. He's looking for people who won't give up on Him. And we have a lot of people in that in this world today. We have a lot of people who will stand up for Him. I'm willing to stand up for Him. I know Deshawn is willing to stand up for Him. A lot of people are willing to stand up for him. I don't want us to give up on Jesus because Jesus will never give up on us. I just want to encourage somebody today to just keep pushing forward. Walk by faith, even when you cannot see it. Walk by faith and not by sight. Walk By faith and believe that God will do what he promises us that he will do. God promises that he will do all things. He won't ever fail. That's the kind of God we serve. We serve, excuse me. We serve a wonderful God, a God who won't fail. A God who won't leave us. A God who will prosper us. A God who will make sure that we prosper. Amen. No matter what, I want to encourage somebody to just don't give up. Don't give up on your hopes or on your dreams. Just walk. Just walk towards your dreams. Walk towards your goals. Walk towards. Your accomplishments that you want to accomplish. It's not going to be easy. It's not. But through God, all things are possible, as the word says.
1: Amen. <clears throat> so before we do, um, before I do um, allow him to pray, um, um, I did want us to, you know, refocus ourselves to, you know, the prayer of repentance and the prayer of salvation. Because I did say that I was going to bring, I was going to introduce these to this subject. So, um, I'm going to read them. And as I'm reading them, um, just, you know, repeat this prayer after me. I want to read two of them. And I'm going to read the salvation prayer um And always know that um, the Lord told us in his word that if we repent of our sins, if we confess our sins, that the Lord is faithful to forgive us. Um, and even like, you know, my best friend, my brother just said that, you know, we always have to have a heart of repentance. Even if we're not, even if we don't feel like we sin, still repent. You know, because the day of the Lord could be upon us at any moment and we have to be ready. And we can enter into his kingdom just any kind of way. You know, for the Bible tells us to be holy for he is holy. Be righteous for he is righteous. And then, of course, we have to have the beat attitudes, um, which I'm going to um, share that. um, I might want to say those uh, beat attitudes in this podcast per se, but I'm probably going to say it in the one that I will be. Um, you know, teaching, um, just remind you of how we're supposed to carry ourselves because there are, there is a way that we're supposed to be carrying ourselves, um, and we are because we have to understand, just like the late Bishop Iona said in one of her sermons, that we are, we are daily being spiritually monitored, uh, we are, we cannot lose our spiritual focus, um, even the angels that the Lord has sent to be our guardian angels, they are monitoring every idle word that we say, every idle thought that we say, every way we walk, talk, how we treat people. They're, they are writing this stuff now and they're taking it back to the Father. So we have to be very mindful of the things that we say, that we do. And, man, and I know, you know, I did two separate um, intercessory prayer podcasts concerning two different things. So I encourage you when those you know get out there to listen to those um amen they're very powerful um amen um and of course you know this podcast is also concerning intercessory prayer because that's one of the ministries that the lord has given me and not just me but of course you know my friend that's on here that's why you know when he prays i'm giving him a time limit
2: but at the same time
1: i'm not gonna give him a time limit you know I'm not, even though, you know, I don't want to extend the time because I know, you know, you only can record so much. But I do want, of course, the Lord to pray through him, you know pray through him, pray through him. You know, I just don't want to, you know, I don't want him to be praying. And then it ends the recording. That's why I was basically telling him that. (laughs) So, um, but, um, anyways, let me say, let me, let me, um, recite these two prayers real quick. And as I'm reciting these prayers, i pray that you guys will be reciting them with me. Um, amen. And I just pray that you guys were blessed by this teaching. This was a good, good, good teaching. Um, And I thank God for, you know, speaking through him um, as he always does. So let's pray these prayers real quickly. And I'm going to let him pray. um, And um, just be mindful of time, best friend. Because you know how you are when you pray. Um, So um, just putting that out there. But um, but let's pray these prayers real quickly. Amen and amen. So first, this prayer is, I think we're going to be praying three prayers. Um, The prayer of... Um, repentance. I'm going to do the cleanse me prayer and then I'm going to do the salvation prayer. Um, for those of you all that are in need of salvation, let me go ahead and pull that prayer up. Amen. Glory to God. We thank God for what he is doing, what he has already done. In the name of Jesus, we thank the Lord for his mercies endures forever and ever and ever. I'm going to use that one. So here we go. This is the prayer for mercy repentance prayer. And so, it was real is. Um, I know there are certain ones that we use, but I'm just going to use this one. So, um, re- um, just recite this after me. And when you recite this prayer, meaning it with your whole heart, don't just, don't just, you know, repent just to say, "Here, God, here you go." I repented. Now, I'm carrying it with my life because one thing about me is, you know, because one thing that my best friend did say that was true is we sin. And you know, with me, you know, when I, you know, when I fall short, sometimes, you know. I tend to back away, you know, and it takes me time to repent because the reason why it takes me longer to repent is because I don't want to give God any type of thing, you know. You know, I may not be 100% there. I have my I don't care moments, and my best friend have seen that those moments, and sometimes it makes him laugh because of the things that I say. But I have to be careful what I say because you know I can't just talk and just say what I want to say. Child of God. And so, you know, it don't take me forever to repent. It's just, I don't want to come and just give God anything. You know, I want to make sure that my heart is in the right place because I'm at a place in my life now where I'm, I'm, I'm getting older. I'm not getting any younger and I'm, I'm very transparent. I'm very accountable. And, you know, I come to the God, I come to God and not being disrespectful, but I come to him and I be like, these are my true feelings. These are my true feelings. And every time I, you know, be honest, be transparent with the Lord, he always has something to say. And that's another thing that we have to do in this season is, you know, the Bible tells us that the sheep knows his voice and the stranger's voice he will not hear. And a lot of us, you know, we have been listening to the wrong people. We have been listening to the wrong the wrong people. We've been listening to a stranger's voice. You know, we have been we have not been listening to the father's voice, and we have to get back to a place where we can hear a father's voice. Because we, God is looking for a remnant that's going to hear His voice. We all know that Satan, Lucifer, you know as he as he was known in heaven before he got knocked down the hill. Um, we know that Satan is the father of lies. He couldn't tell the truth even if God asked him to. So why do we sit here? And this is talking to me personally, but also talking to you. Why do we sit here and we constantly believe the lies? Satan's plan is to kill, steal, and destroy. To not just kill us spiritually, but kill us physically. To stop us. From getting to a place where we know who we are and we know our identity in Jesus Christ. Once we get to that place where we know who we are and we know our identity, our dominion, power, and authority in Jesus Christ, Satan is scared of us. And in reality, you know, we may may make it seem like we're scared of him. But really, if we get to that place where we know our true identity in Jesus Christ, Satan can't touch us. Satan can't do anything to us. Remember, Satan has no authority over us. Sin has no authority over us. But yet we give Satan authority over us. Yet we give sin authority over us. And then we sit here and we say, you know, and we blame everything on the devil. Everything ain't the devil's fault. And I'm not taking that for him. Never will I. But it's true. Everything is not the devil's fault. And we have to stop blaming the devil for what we go through. Because one thing I have learned in my time of living on this planet is we are our worstest enemy.
2: Mm.
1: Sometimes we dig a, a ditch in a hole. Like with, if I could pick anybody out the Bible to confirm that, I would pick Joseph. Mm. Mm. I will pick Joseph. Joseph placed himself really into that. Hole that his brothers put him in, because you all know that Joseph was a dreamer. He was. He was a dreamer, but God wanted him to be a king. And of course, you know, later in the story, he became a king. He did. But Joseph told his brothers his dreams. Knowing that they were going to have hatred and have envy and jealousy towards him. And then plus, on that, his father... Favored him more than he favored the other brothers. So when you tell people your dreams, you can't tell everybody everything. And that's one thing I have learned when it comes down to family, when it comes down to a job, when it comes down to your husband or your wife or even your kids or even church. You can't tell everybody your every move. One of the greatest things in life that you will learn is the greatest weapon in life is moving in secret. Not sharing your business and sharing everything with everybody, because not everybody is, you know, understanding. Yes, you may have a a spiritual dream about someone, but you have to get confirmation from God whether to share that dream with them or not, because not everybody can handle a dream. Not everybody can handle what the Lord has to say. And And that's where Joseph went wrong, because he shared everything with his brothers. Knowing his brother was going to get mad at him. Knowing his brother was going to seek to kill him. And they didn't kill him. They sold him into slavery. And God used him to help um, with the king at the time's interpretations. Because not only could Joseph, you know, see dreams, but he could also interpret dreams. So for that dreamer out there, I encourage you to be careful who you share your stuff with be careful because not everybody's going to receive it. Um, didn't mean to get off topic there, but um, but let me um, let's just recite these prayers real quick. I'm gonna let, um, of course, Chris pray us out, and after that, we will be done. Um, amen. So, the um, prayer for mercy, repentance prayer, and please recite these after me. It says, Dear God. I come to you as a sinner who is undeserving of your grace and presence. I repent all my sins and ask you to forgive me so that my request may be heard by you. Lord, have mercy on me and fill me with your grace. Wash me with your blood of your son, Jesus Christ, that I may shine and walk unshamed. I ask for your favor from this moment to the end of the day. I thank you for your faithful amen. Okay, and then we're going to recite prayer and mercy, um, cleanse me prayer. And it basically says, I'm um, going to recite this after me. Um, Christ, my Savior, your wounds remain, your wounds remind me of, sorry about that, um, the suffering I put you through. Have mercy on me, and watch me with thy blood and water. Cleanse me, and make me whole again. Redeem my soul, and make me a vessel of your work, that I may testify of your unending mercies every day. I bow to you today asking for your mercy and grace to fill my cup that I may want no more from this earthy things. Amen. And we're going to pray the prayer of salvation um, and recite this after me. Um, It says, Heavenly Father, I realize that I am a sinner and I have broken your laws. I understand that my sin has separated me from you. I am sorry and I ask you to forgive me. I accept the fact that your son, Jesus Christ, Died for me and resurrected, and was resurrected. My bad. And was And it is alive today, and and, and is, is alive, alive today. Excuse and me. And alive today. And hear my prayers. I now open my heart. And now open my heart. Doors. Doors. And invite Jesus into become my Lord and Savior I give him control and ask that he would rule and reign in my heart so that his presence and his perfect will will be accomplished in my life in Jesus name I pray amen and amen and um, And one thing I do want to say is if you just prayed that prayer for the very first time, I want to congratulate you because you are now a child of God. You have now been welcomed into the kingdom of God. And the best thing about that is heaven rejoices over one soul. So we rejoice with you on this day and welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. And it doesn't stop there yet. You know, don't let this be your first time communicating with the father. Don't let this be your last time talking to him because you have work to do. You do. You know, you do. So always be instructed by God in what to do. So I'm going to stop talking. I'm going to let my um, best friend pray us out. Um, I'm going to let I'm going to give you three minutes to pray. (laughs) Three. Minutes to I won't be that long, (laughs) that's what you always say, (laughs) but um, because um, I think this thing goes up to 60 minutes, so that's why I was saying three minutes, and I already done cooked about half of that with these prayers, but um. Okay. But, um, but um, like I said, just pray us out. Remember, three minutes, not three. Okay, okay, okay. And two seconds, three <laughs> minutes. Just let the Lord use you right. in prayer and, and whatever, you know, he prays through you. Let him pray through you and just let mm-hmm. God have his way. But let me stop talking and let you pray before
0: I ruin your three minutes. <laughs> most holy and everlasting father we thank you lord god for today lord god we thank you for who you are we thank you lord god for those who have just said these prayers with us lord god lord god we rejoice with you and all of the angels in heaven for lord god we have a new member in this family in the christian family god we thank you lord god just for the things that you have done the things that you will do and things that you will do in the future lord god we ask that someone will say uh what must i do to be saved lord god we pray that someone will be bold enough to come to you lord god with with their problems and lord god they will lay them down at your feet for lord god you know what to do just you know how to handle our situations lord god you know all about us you know everything lord god we just thank you lord god we honor you god we praise you lord god we pray that somebody will take this word and take this podcast and learn something from it lord god to never give up on their dreams never give up on their hopes or dreams lord god i pray that they will lord god lay down everything that they have at your feet lord god so that they can do what only you want for them in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen amen um
1: and lord we just thank you um just for being god we thank you for being who you are lord god, we thank you for speaking to this mighty man of god father god I give you the glory i give you the praise and i just want to pray a special prayer even over the new people that have just joined the body of christ in the name of jesus father god because lord god the devil is going to try them the devil is going to mess with their minds and make them think that they're not saved and make them think that you don't have a plan. Because if I remember correctly, I remember listening to a um, a um, song by um, Bishop William Murphy, um, 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 and it was called Created for Worship, and um, the devil told him. Lord that, you know, with all of that was going on that he was an orphan because of the age his parents conceived him, that that you didn't really have a plan for his life, but Lord God, the devil is a liar. Sometimes father, we tend to believe the devil we can, Lord God, to you know, believe Him because things are not going right in our lives. But Father, I thank You, Lord God, that You do have a plan for our life, and your and that plan is to keep us in perfect peace. Peace. That plan is to prosper us according to Jeremiah twenty nine and eleven. So, Lord God, I release, Lord God. Um, power over, not just the Christians now that has been doing this walk for a a, a a while now, but even to the newcomers in the name of Jesus, Father God, that you will cover them, that you will protect them, Lord God, that their ears will be closed to the lies of Satan in the name of Jesus, that you, that they will know that you have an expected end for them in the name of Jesus, Father God, that they will not walk with their heads Lord God, down, but they will walk with their heads up high, not being ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus, Father God, that you would give them strength, Father God, that they will not turn back to the things of this world, like my brother just said, in the name of Jesus, Father God, but that they will focus on what you have called them to do and have called them to be in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, that no weapon formed against him will be able to prosper, Lord God, that even in their times of weakness, your word tells us, Lord God, that your strength is made perfect in our weakness. So, Father God, I give you, God, I give you the praise, and Father, I even pray over my best friend, Chris Sadler, in the name of Jesus, Father God, I thank you, Lord God, for him yielding to you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for his, Lord God, calling to be a, a, a psalmist, his calling to being an intercessor, Lord God, that you would give strength him in the name of Jesus, Father God, that he will not only, you know, get delivered, Lord God, but he will be a deliverer to his family, Lord God, that while his family is studying, Father God, and watching how he is living his life for you, Lord God, that they will come to him and ask, what must I do to be saved, Lord God, that his brother will come and ask him that, that his mother will come, Lord God, that, Lord God, that um, you know, others will come and ask, what must I do to be saved? I want to serve the God that you serve. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that you will birth and do miracles through him in the name of Jesus, through his hand in the name of Jesus, Father God, that he will have a powerful ministry, a powerful psalmist ministry, a powerful intercessory ministry, and a powerful deliverance ministry in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, I give you the glory, I give you the praise, and I bless your name, Lord God, and I pray, Lord God, that everything that he touches, Lord God, um, will be blessed in the name of Jesus, Father God, and no weapon formed against Him will be. I um, shall prosper, Lord God, and I know, Lord God, that. Later down the line, he's going to have to come head to head with two spirits, backlash, and retaliation because of the word that he just gave, Lord God. And Lord God, we bind those spirits in the name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, we come against those spirits right now in Jesus' name, Lord God, and we just give you the glory, we give you the praise, and we give you the honor, Lord God. And Lord God, we thank you, Lord God. Lord God, for the next assignment that you have for him, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that nothing will hinder it or come against it. And it's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. I'm like that woman in that video. Do you feel that? Amen. Well, that's, well, I'm going to get off this thing. Once again, I want to thank you, brother, for coming on here, best friend. And, you know, let the Lord use you. And we're done. Um, Alrighty. And, and glory to God. You guys be blessed. Please share this with someone. Um, And let them hear what they say the Lord. Because now is the time that we, you know, will rise up and be who God has called us to be. Be blessed. Oh, yes. Yes. Send this to me, too, by the way. Okay. I will send it to you. All right. Yes, I will. I will. I will. Oh, all right. God bless you all.
2: God bless.
3: Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. I'm Don't know not exactly. Going? Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what's going on, but um. Uh, yeah, let's let's get back rolling. I'm sorry about that.
1: Oh no, you're fine, you're fine. It's just technology, that's the problem. But anyway, <laughs> we're gonna do this again. Okay. Yes,
3: Lord, yes Lord.
1: Amen. In Jesus' name, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do it right. Amen. So anyways, um good Friday evening or night shall I say to you all of course this is your brother brother D with another generational changes official podcast where we do things spiritual inspirational here um as you all know we started a series called the closure um and this series is basically is a cliche for me but um I, I I can't speak for anybody else but uh one thing that I want you guys to think of when you think of this topic is of course two words which is withholding nothing so this this is going to be talking about you know building an altar surrendering your all to God you know just things like that so um, I'm going to go ahead um, you guys know that our theme scripture is 1st Peter 2 and 9 I'm not going to read that for time's sake but I'm going to get into the scriptures which is coming from Romans 12 and 1 and Isaiah 40 Um, 3 and 19 romans 12 and 1 we're going to read the king james version which basically says um i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto god which is your reasonable service and then of course isaiah 43 and 19 says for i am about to do something new See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. And those are the two scriptures that we're going to be coming from tonight. Um, Amen. So I don't know about y'all, but I am ready to start this topic. Of course, I have my dear sister on here, D in the
3: house
1: I'm excited to have her back on once again she's a familiar voice this isn't your first time hearing her but for those of you that are new to my um, podcast um, of course this is your first time um, hearing her and if some of you all don't know um, Dania is a entrepreneur she's a wife she's a worshiper of course uh, her her, um, parents are my pastors and Um, that's about all I can really I guess say I don't know if Dania wants to
3: I'm a mother to two little boogers you might hear them in the background so I'm sorry about that
1: (laughs) oh yeah so that's about all I can say but is an (laughs) awesome person and of course I love her she's one of my sisters in the kingdom Um, I thank God for her um, so yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and get into this discussion today. Was- um, I've already introduced her. I mean, she's not she's not new. I mean, she's family. So there's not really much that I can say, you know. Um, but but um, well, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna start with questions, and then after that, I'm going to let her take the mic and you know, you already know how I do things, you know. If, for
2: sure. For like sure.
1: you just if you feel like you can minister from those two scriptures, you can. Um if you want to explain, you know, basically, you know about surrendering altars what god is looking for it, it however you want to flow you know
3: for you sure do. for sure um so, first of all um, i'll probably uh start with a start with a little quick prayer if you don't mind oh yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah that's fine that's
3: fine for sure, for sure um dear lord god thank you for allowing us to see today god thank you for your grace your mercy god your wisdom lord god we uh die to ourselves lord god that you would be increased in us lord god we take this moment god seriously god because it could be somebody listening, God, with, and it could be a life or death situation, God. So we take this moment seriously for your for your kingdom, God, for your purpose, for your glory, God. And we pray, Father, God, that you would speak through the both of us, Lord God, in this time, Father. I pray, God, that you would give us eyes to see, ears to hear, God, and a mind, a mind to think the things that you uh, would think, Lord God. And we love you, God. We thank you. We trust you in, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Thanks for that. Sometimes I be forgetting to pray, but even if I don't pray, the Lord still has his way.
3: So, yes. um,
1: amen. So we always want to invite God in so he can say what he needs to say. For you sure. Know? So it's not about what we got to say, it's all about what he got to say.
3: For sure.
1: Um, so yeah, but um Let's see, questions, questions, questions. If I had any questions, I'm trying to think of a question that I asked uh, my best friend when he did the same topic with me on podcast. Mm-hmm. So I guess one of the questions that I can probably ask you is um, when it comes down to this topic, the closure, when it comes down to withholding nothing, mm-hmm. um, I guess I can ask you the first question is what does God expects, or what does he
3: want um so i believe the lord wants us to come to him like as as children would come to their father um I, I, when a child goes to their father a lot of times like oftentimes if if their father's a good father they're not holding anything back you know oftentimes they're going with their hands up daddy i need this or you know what I'm saying there, there's no restriction there so god um wants us to see him as father And when we come to father, when we come to, you know, daddy God, we come as a child, you know. I believe he wants us to be childlike in that regard. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Seeing that we can trust him as dad.
1: Right. And so, another question I would ask you since you are a worshiper. Mm -hmm. um, Which we all are worshipers. Amen. uh, um, But um, one thing I want to ask you is when it comes down to worship, like... You know, how do I want to ask this question? Because it was in my mind. Um, when it comes down to worship, I guess what does, how does God see it when it comes down to it? Like when it comes down to withholding nothing. Because I know sometimes it's hard for us. Because I mean, I guess not everybody knows how to worship the Lord, and I know that's something that they have to, you know, get directions from. With- the spirit of the Lord, right? I, I don't. I, I hope you. I I, I. I don't. I don't know if you're trying to get what I'm trying to say here. No,
3: for sure. Um, worship. We we oftentimes get it mixed up. Like worship is just like a moment of sinking and you know praying, but worship is literally a lifestyle from the moment that you wake up in the morning to the moment that you go to sleep. Like our thoughts, our movements. You know that that is worship to God. So, um, worship, uh, the definition of worship, let's, uh, let me look that up real quick. The feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for God. So when we think about that, you know, we're literally, that's a, you know, that's a living, moving thing. That's a everyday thing. So that means we're dying to ourselves daily in order to worship God in spirit and in truth, because, Uh, The the Bible talks about they that worship must worship in spirit and in truth. The only way that we can worship um, truthfully in in the spirit is to die to ourselves. So that means we got to crucify our flesh. What does that mean? What does that look like? Like, God, what you want, I desire more than I want to, you know, have this arrogance in my heart. Or what you desire is more than I desire to... You know, please appease my flesh. You know what I'm saying. So that is that is essentially worship. Like I adorn God. Like I, I reverence God. That that is that my first priority. You know what I mean?
2: All right. Yeah.
1: Right. So, um, if I could ask, um, because I, I I believe you studied. So, um, <laughs> um, were like were there some things that the Lord placed on your heart?
3: Um, For sure. Uh, so when I first heard um, you talk about the title, The Closure, um, <clears throat> the first thing that came to me was pretty much like my, my testimony, essentially, um, having to walk away that uh, I wasn't necessarily ready for. Uh, I struggled a lot with my identity. Um, back in high school, I struggled with a lot of things like emotionally, mentally. And I tried to fit in a lot of different crowds and and, and different things like that. But the Lord had a specific place, a specific um, area that I needed to be in. And every place that I tried to like, you know, dip my hands into, it never was a fit for me. And I tried and tried and tried so, so hard. <laughs> to be something that I wasn't. But um, it took me, uh, it took the conviction of the Holy Spirit for one. But um, also it took a lot of like repetition of like, okay, God, I-, I really do want you more than I want to do this. So what did that closure for me look like? What did like closing the door to sin look like for me? It took me getting rid of some some old friends you know it took me getting rid of some old mindsets like it took me having to deprogram some programmed, you know thoughts that i had in my mind already and um hold on one second one second fine. Um, it took me some. It took a lot of dying. I had to get rid of some old things. I had to shut some old things down. And one of the um, first scriptures that came to my mind was um, about the new wine. Um, being in the the new wine skin. You had to get rid of that old wine skin to be able to receive new wine. The the old wine skin wouldn't be able to to hold that new wine. So it was some things that I had to get rid of in order for God to bless me with the new and um it took a full surrendering now does fully surrendering happen just overnight all the time no and i feel like a lot of times we expect that full like transformation to happen just you know immediately like we're asking like i'm I'm praying i'm i'm believing i'm asking you for this to happen and sometimes it is a process and to fully because you know a lot of times we're doing the things that we've done for a long time and we've built up like these walls we've built up these habits that have to be processed out of us you know what I mean so um yeah that's um, that's something that came to my mind um let me go to the scripture and read this um see I am doing a new thing now it come now it springs up do you not perceive it I am wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So this scripture pretty much came from. Um, so it, God was pretty much disappointed with Israel. Um, mm-hmm. If you go back in uh, uh, chapter forty-two, God was just like, "What what what were y'all doing?" Like you know, the the Israel had a mission to pretty much, you know, be the light of the world during that time, and the sin was so prevalent there that they pretty much failed um during that time and god was disappointed but when we go to chapter 43 god still showed his mercy and um in verse 18 it says to forget the former things Mm. the only way to close some doors is we have to forget the past we gotta let go it says forget the former things do not dwell on the past see I am doing a new thing right so we have to close some doors we gotta we gotta forget that old that old way of thinking that old mindset um but yeah that 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 was what um a piece of what the Lord gave me
1: wow that's amazing. And it really is. And I think for some people, um, it's hard for them to, you know, I guess, let go of some things and then at the same time, not not, not that it's always hard, but sometimes they don't want to let things go, you know. Right. And then they're always, you know, questioning themselves as to, you know, God using them because of um, their past. Right. They 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 don't want to let it go. They don't want to bring it to God. They don't want you know. They don't want God to really deliver them or heal them. Because I, I I guess with a lot of people, um, like for say, let's say someone that is, I guess, an adulterer or who 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 who's practicing, I guess lust let's use lust as an example Mm -hmm. um it's like they never really and of course I can relate to this because you know it's what I dealt with um I guess they never really received love from their family parents you know and they're looking for love in all the wrong places and it's like, you know, they know as, as, as soon as they, you know, accept Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, they know that they're going to have to give up the lust. Right. But it's like the lust is providing something, even though it makes them feel depressed and, 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 and anxiety. Right. It's like it's providing something and they feel as though if they, you know, give it up and God fully delivers them from it. It's like, what is there? You know, and it's like, I guess they can't really handle the true love of God. Because it's the opposite of what they're looking for or what they have been used to. Um, for sure.
3: Uh, when, when I think about sin, so so when we think about God and when we give our life to God, it's, it's, it's deemed as a myth. So when right. we think about the opposite version, you know the sin we're literally married to that thing we become merged we become one so when you were talking about how it's hard it's literally ripping like we have to rip apart our flesh literally that thing is a process and it and that thing hurts um uh, because it is a marriage you know we we married in darkness but god also said in his word he's married to the backslider right. so um Yes, I, I think I think that is uh, so powerful uh, that God still is merciful to us in um, in that time of disobedience, in that time of like being merged, even though He does not uh, want want us to be in that simple that place, but um, He's still merciful and kind to us. Um, and I was just gonna say, um, it, it it takes it takes a lot of dying to self that's the only way you can surrender for real and um and i'm i don't know how many years i've been like walking as a christian but there are a a lot of concepts that i had kind of misconstrued that um i thought was surrendering a lot of times like uh surrendering is an undignified surrender like it, it doesn't look pretty because oftentimes our testimonies aren't pretty
1: right a
3: lot of times we got some ugly testimonies so getting past that that fear of being judged to fully surrender that's a process and for a long time i was ashamed of my testimony Mm -hmm. um the bible says uh, we overcome by the word of the lamb uh, by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony And um, the only way to literally, you know, get to where God called you to be is to surrender.
2: Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Now, I do kind of want us to get a little deeper when it comes down, just a tad deeper, Uh when it comes down to building an altar for the Lord and, you know, what God sees when it comes down to an altar and, you know, how we should, you know approach the altar of the Lord. I don't um if you can kinda sort of talk in those if you can talk in those I'm
3: sorry, say that one more time.
1: So I was saying, um I kinda I, I kinda do want us to get a little tad deep into this conversation when it comes down to building an altar for the Lord. Um, some things that, you know, God wants us to um bring to the altar, how we how God wants us to approach the altar because I do remember um one day um there was a post that you posted about travailing
2: mm-hmm.
1: i don't know if you remember that post but um it was a post that that you had put up on social media about travailing and i did kind of wanted you to um if you could um touch on that a little bit concerning the altar and stuff like that that i just said
3: the um uh, the altar talking about the altar that we create for the lord to move yes
1: yes yes
3: um so an altar could literally be anywhere um we we have to create that space um however when we talk about travailing again it goes back to dying to self when we when we look at the word travail, let me um pull up the uh, definition for that give me two seconds
2: sure sure
3: to travail that is painful or laborious effort to engage in painful or laborious effort travail is literally a tiresome work that we have you know that we do
2: right
3: um and especially in these last days um the lord i believe is requiring us to travail we are seeing a different type of like warfare to where the five minute prayers don't necessarily hit the way they used to. You know what I'm saying? So the Lord need us needs us to travail. And when we approach um travailing, of course we go into to prayer the the bible says enter his gates with thanksgiving enter his courts with praise so of course we go in you know thanking the lord we, we go in uh, with praise however we you know is, t- is going to take some time and a, a lot of times um, you know I I haven't uh, I haven't seen any travailing prayers that haven't gone on for hours and hours you know what I'm saying um, coming from Cornerstone, we we've seen a lot of deliverance happen, um, and and that takes some time. It takes time to reveal. It takes allowing the Holy Spirit to move. Um. Yeah, let me uh let me go back to this. I'm trying to remember the post that you were talking about. I wish you would have told me. I would have brought it up. <laughs> I would have brought it up earlier trying to remember sometimes the lord the lord to give me stuff and uh you'll forget I, yeah i forget
1: same thing
3: yeah let me see i I don't even know where that thing is oh travail because your life depends on travel. because your kids like to depend on travel. because those who don't know how to fight yet depend on it pray without ceasing Travel for the ones you see walking past you Travel because it's needed pray in the window fast because it's time we've been comfortable or complacent some of us ignored signs but it's time travail labor before the lord in prayer the blessing comes after labor hang in there we are one body one sound when we move on one accord so much changes one can put a thousand to flight but two can put ten thousand to flight travail is a hardcore prayer that's that's a warfare prayer um and it, it's going to take some fasting. It's going to take some serious time, dedication um, to do that. But you, you have to be led by the spirit of God. Um, and when, when we relate this to like closure, um, to closing some doors in, and, and I'm sorry if I uh, took the the, um, the scripture maybe the wrong way. Uh, Or the topic the wrong way Maybe I looked at it in a different direction I I apologize if I do If I did Um,
2: Because
1: I had to Explain it not to just you But I had to explain it to um, my best friend which you know is Chris uh, from Baltimore and I had mm-hmm. to explain it to Pastor Tammy because she's one of the speakers that is going to be I had to, basically I had to explain it to everybody that's going to be um not to put their names out there like that but <laughs> ain't like, I'm saying, ain't like I'm saying anything mean about them so yeah. um I had to explain it to all of them because they were like what do you mean by that yeah. So I had to explain it. So it's it's all good, you know, and it's it's really good to ask, ask, ask questions so you can get an example. But um, I didn't mean to, you know, in, interrupt what you were saying.
3: No, 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 no. No, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't, like, going off topic. I know you try to stay on topic, but um, r- travailing as it uh, pertains to the closure, um, that's literally what is happening like we we have to travail we have to die we have to put in a laborious effort in order to see um, some things close in order to see some some things um, shut down like um, there's a scripture in the bible that says these kind uh, come out by much prayer and fasting so like you know travail travailing is essentially a part of that you know what i'm saying it's laborious when we fast it's a laborious thing you know our our bodies are fighting our spirit is fighting so um yeah
1: right Right. so um like going a little deeper into like travailing um Mm -hmm. what are some things that can happen you know while travailing or what are some like results that can transpire um, after travailing
3: um definitely you'll see some some deliverance um it, it, as long as we're spirit to to move some things that happen you know you might see some things manifest <laughs> during travailing but also um like i was saying in that post you know when when we're gathered in, in the name of jesus one could put a thousand uh demons to flight and, and two of us can put ten thousand to flight. So things are changing in the in the spirit realm. Um sometimes we don't always see it right then and there, but trust and believe, you know, the Lord is doing it. Um and we'll we'll see those results, even if it's by way of the spirit or, you know, if it happens or manifests in the physical realm, you'll definitely see the move of God as long as the spirit of God is there sometimes we do things uh, in our flesh and sometimes we you know just wait around in our flesh but um, as long as the Holy Spirit is there you're going to see the manifestation of the Holy Spirit
1: and um, if you could before I get you to encourage people um, could you touch a little bit on um, Romans 12 and 1 I I believe we talked about this before Mm mm-hmm um, if you could I don't know if you get anything else from that but if if you could touch on Romans 12 and 1
3: Uh, Romans 12 and 1 therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to God this is your true and proper worship so this goes back to um, you know making our lives be worship, making our hearts, uh, our heart posture, uh, one of worship. Um, literally having to die to ourselves. So when we think about the word living sacrifice, that is, you know, that's true to what it is saying. Living sacrifice, we're literally, you know, dying to this flesh. So that God, even though we're still alive in our human form, the the flesh part of us is dying. Like that carnal, that carnal mind, that carnal man is dying. So that we can be um, pleasing to God, we have to literally every day uh, be an offering to God. It's a, it's a song that I love so much. Aja um, Aja Walls sings it, and it's talking about how she wants to be offering. Literally, My. if I could be anything, you know, make me an offering. I want to be an offering to My. God. And that has to be our heart posture. If we truly love God, if we truly want to see him move in our lives, if we truly want to feel him in our hearts, um, we have to be an offering. So, um, yes, 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 yes.
1: Yeah, which is funny. Not, not, you, not to cut you off, but... Um, uh-huh. Which just funny that you brought that song up because I always thought that um, Naomi R- Rain sung that song.
3: Uh, yeah. I think she may have uh, had a part in writing it. I'm not exactly sure, but um, when I, I didn't hear it until Audra Walsh sung it. If, if Naomi did uh, sing it. Right. But no, that song, it takes me to a place because um, there's a part in that song that says that I could be anything. I could do anything, but God, I want to be an offering. Instead of chasing the world, instead of, you know, going out here to to do you know, whatever the world is doing, God, I really want to be an offering to you. God, I want to do what makes you happy. And that's truly my heart's posture. And it takes, like, it takes knowing God to get to that place like having that like you have to have some type of knowledge of god i want to experience what they experience like you know what i'm saying so because they had to die let let me let me get to that place if that makes sense
1: right
3: you know what i'm saying so yeah that that's my heart's posture these days and uh the bible says if you delight yourself the lord he will give you the desires of your heart that's true and the desires of your heart when you are delighting yourself in the lord is his desire right so essentially your 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 heart's posture is his heart's posture you're going to desire the things that he desires and it's just going to increase and you're going to prosper in that and that takes dying it takes closing it takes you know shutting some things down and um, travailing before the Lord it takes that heart posture of worship presenting yourself as a sacrifice daily Um, taking thoughts captive daily dying to self daily so
2: amen
1: amen well um thank you thank you thank you for letting the lord use you um thank you um and one last thing if you had any kind of encouragement as always as i like to end it to encourage anybody concerning this topic um you can share it if you would like to
3: um so right now for me um the Lord kind of, like, t- took me back to the basics of sonship or daughtership, right? I tried to, like, deepify, <laughs> if I could make that a word, so many things, right? I tried to be so intense. But the Lord just wants us to be in that relationship. Like, he's our father. So I wouldn't, like, implore all of us to just go back to to that sonship, to that daughtership. My God, what does it mean to be a son to you? What does it mean to be a daughter to you? Teach me how to be a daughter. Show me what um, your perfect love as a father truly is. You know, because once we get into that relationship with him as our father, all of the things that we desire, those things are going to flow naturally naturally because we go into that sonship. A lot of times we wanna to rush to do things and be um, great. And I saw this post about a lady and she was talking about the call, but we literally missed the word of God. So like my whole uh, posture these, these past couple of days is getting into like true intimacy with God, like learning how to be a son or learning how to be a daughter to the Lord you know what I'm saying we have uh, sonship and daughtership so misconstrued a lot of times I saw God as just you know like a you know I need you to do this work for me because it's time but really God wanted to spend some intimate time with me you know what I'm saying he just wanted me to rest in his presence because as I rest he can download as I rest those things that need to be closed are closed the, that travailing that the Lord is working those things out as we learn how to be a son as we learn how to be a daughter the Lord literally fights for his children but we don't know how to be sons and daughters right. because we want to be so big and glamorous and intellectual we miss God and his intimacy wow. We miss him so much. And God is like, I see you doing this, and I appreciate it, but I want you to be my son. I want you to be my daughter. Like, I want to show you what love is. Right. I want to show you because once you get to this place of intimacy, everything else you fighting is done. I'm fighting for you as you rest. mm so that is like where god has me and walking into his sonship walking into that you know being a daughter to him and learning over again what a father is you know i know my earthly father my earthly father is amazing you know he cooked for us every day um but the lord is teaching all of us um he loved us very much and but the lord is teaching us like how to really walk in um you know that true intimacy because we can trust, we we can trust our Father. We can trust our God. We can come g- come to Him with our, you know, darkest secrets, you know, and and He's gonna fight for us. And um, so, yeah, I pray that wasn't too much, but that's that was really like bearing on my heart to say.
1: Right, and it wasn't too much. Someone needed to hear that. Yeah. Someone really needed to hear that. So, like I said, I want to thank you for taking out your time to, you know join me as we discuss this topic um i thank god for using you i just thank god for you know yeah it may have been a little different format but that's okay because you know one thing about me i'm not traditional and i always let people know when you come on here and like this is your podcast i just thank god for using you to pour into us and you know i always get excited when i get you on here because i know that you're going to hit it right and like i said everything that you said was you know it may have came differently, but it's good because everybody gets a different interpretation of something, yeah Everybody's not going to have the same interpretation of it, and yours was a little different from the last person, and even with mine that I did on my own, it was a little different, and that's good. So we can understand and know, you know, because a lot of people don't know what it means to you know surrender, and a lot of people don't know what it means to you know come to God withholding nothing, and a lot of people don't know how to worship, don't know how to do, how, No, don't know how to travail and they need to know these things and be able to hear, you know, in the Holy Spirit, you know, what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. So, mm. you know, it's very important that, you know, we talked about, we talk about this and I thank God even for giving me this topic, you know, because I try to hear very c- clearly. You know, I try to be, even though I'm not a pastor or anything and I don't want to be one, but, you know, whenever I do come on God's, um, on this platform that the Lord has blessed me with through prophetism, um, I always try to preach in season and out season. I'm, for not, sure. I'm not the type of person that's going to preach you fame and fortune. I'm not going to do that. So
3: For sure. For sure. Oh, so, yeah.
1: But um, I'm going to pray us out since so you prayed us in. And that's that. I'm going to get off this thing. Amen. Amen. So, Lord, I just thank you right now for just being who you are father we don't worship you for the materialistic thing but we worship you because you are God and father I thank you for using my sister Dania to minister to us to speak what you wanted her to speak what you wanted her to touch on and I just speak strength to her her babies her husband her household Lord God and I come against you know backflash and retaliation that may come to her even to my best friend and even to the other speakers and even to myself in the name of Jesus, Father God, that we will speak what only you want us to speak, that we will say what only you want us to say, that we will learn how to create a place, a space, an altar where we can come to you, cry out to you, travail as my sister said, and just give it all to you because it's coming a time where we're either for you or against you, but help us to be sons and daughters of god not to be so focused on the titles the callings the mantles that you have placed on our life but help us to be sons and daughters of god let us know who we are because sometimes father we you know get so caught up in our titles that we, we we forget who you really called us to be which are sons and daughters of god so i pray that we don't forget who you have called us to be, that we don't forget who you have, you know, placed us to be. Sometimes we don't even know our own identities. We don't really know our identities in you. We don't. So God, I pray that you would, Lord God, remind us daily that we are a royal priesthood that we yes, are sir. a chosen generation that we are a peculiar people yes, that sir. you brought us out of darkness into your marvelous light
3: So, yes, father i
1: thank you lord god that you have called us to be set apart such as a time as this okay. and that our bodies will be living sacrificed holy and acceptable unto you lord god that we will not speak you know negatively towards our future that we will know that we are fearfully and wonderfully made in your image despite the insecurities that we may deal with you know concerning our bodies or our faces but remind us of who we are who you have created us and destined us to be in the name of jesus that our ears will be closed to the mouth of the enemy but always open to the voice of the Lord because your sheep know your voice and a the stranger they will not listen to that's what your word says so Father I thank you Father I give you the glory and I just pray that as each and every one of these episodes upload and be released that people be blessed by these um these episodes that they will surrender, that they will repent of their sins, that they yes. will receive salvation, and that they will serve you for real. Yes. yes. In the name of Jesus. So, Father God, I give you the glory. I give you the praise, and I give you the honor, and it's in your name, Jesus. I pray. Amen, and
3: amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Well, guys, once again, I thank you all for listening. um Thank God for my sister who came on and ministered to us and. You guys be blessed. This was another, uh, of course, it's always another successful word. and I just can't wait to hear what the other speakers are going to say. You know, I thank God for the new revelation every time. New revelation. And thank God for it. So you guys be blessed. I'm not going to keep you long because I know it's late. And y'all enjoy the rest of y'all week. And thank you once again, D, for coming on and letting the Lord eat you.
3: Amen. Thanks for the invite, bro. You you guys be blessed. Bye-bye.